Hello and welcome to another episode of the Adobe Creative Suite podcast. My name is Terry White and this is actually a bonus episode. We're going to take a look at the just announced brand new Adobe Acrobat 8 Professional. Now you know if you've been watching my podcast I really try to keep them down to maybe five to ten minutes at the most so this podcast may be a little bit longer but again we're not going to go into too much detail on each of the features because we'll save those for future episodes but this is just to give you kind of a taste of what you can expect in the new Acrobat 8 Professional and also in relationship to that is the new Creative Suite Premium 2.3 upgrade which includes Acrobat 8 Professional so let's go ahead and get started. I'm going to go ahead and click on the Acrobat icon. I'm not going to launch it yet because there's one thing I want to show you first. I'm just going to do a get info on it. And for those of you, my fellow Mac users out there, will appreciate the fact that Acrobat 8 is a universal binary. That means it's native on both PowerPC and Intel-based Macs. So we can expect a speed improvement, I hope. So let's check it out. I'm going to double click. Here we go and the app is already up. Wow, I mean that is a nice speed enhancement. I can no longer get abused by my friend Scott Kelby who tells me how long it takes him to launch Acrobat. So now that we're in Acrobat 8 Professional, you'll notice the first thing that's brand new is this new uh, welcome screen, which of course if you don't want to show it, you can turn it off upon startup and just get right to work. You can make it not come up. But for users that are new to this version, I do recommend that you keep it up at least the first few times, just so you can kind of learn what's new and where things are in Acrobat. So as you can see, the window's even titled Getting Started with, Ac with Adobe Acrobat 8 Professional. And you can even click the What's New in Acrobat 8 Professional to kind of walk through all the features. However, since we're, uh, we just announced it and it's not really shipping just yet, I'll kind of walk you through some of my favorite things right off the bat. Well, creating PDFs, that's kind of second nature to Acrobat. We've been creating PDFs not only from Acrobat, but also all of the Adobe apps for quite some time now. So I really won't spend a lot of time on creation. As a matter of fact, creation's become such a commodity because you can do it in just about any uh, application as well as the operating system itself on, in the Mac case. So in this case, Acrobat's not really so much about creating PDFs as it is about what you do with those PDFs. So one of the things that's kind of new is we can combine files and also we can, and I'll get into that by the way, we can export PDFs into multiple formats that make it easier to take the data into other applications. And also something that's going to be extremely hot in this version of Acrobat is the Start Meeting button. This is actually brand new and it uses what used to be called Adobe Breeze which has now been rebranded Acrobat Connect. And what this will allow you to do is do online meetings with your colleagues, your partners, your customers, just about anybody you want that has a computer on the internet. Now you'll be able to host meetings up to 15 people. The, there is an additional cost for this and you can pay it either monthly or per year depending on you know how much you think you're going to use it. But basically this will allow you to share your desktop, share your documents with your customers online. So you could actually do a live online review of what you're doing. 
And it's not limited to PDF files. Basically, anything you can open up on your computer, you could actually share and show the person in real time. So that's extremely cool. Now, security has, of course, always been a, been a, a major part of Acrobat. So as digital signatures, again, I'm not going to spend any time on those today. But one more thing I do want to talk about, actually two more things, when we get to forms and review and comment. Now, Acrobat has been creating forms for quite a while now. I believe it all goes all the way back to Acrobat 3 or 4. And with forms, you had to do form fields. You had to actually go in and create the form fields yourself. Well, then Acrobat 705 came out with a cool kind of typewriter tool that just lets you type on top of a PDF. And I use that all the time. But what's really cool in this version of Acrobat is not only can Acrobat take a flat PDF that has no form fields, but it does have the design of a form, and turn it into a form automatically, creating all the form fields. But it can also enable reader to be able to fill that form out. So in other words, fill it out and save it. So you, with your copy of Acrobat 8 Professional, will be able to enable the reader with forms. Just like in Acrobat 7, when you were able to send a PDF for review, you enabled the reader to be able to add comments to that PDF. So now you'll be able to do that with forms as well. And lastly, review and comment, something that's been improving in every version of Acrobat. And this version's no different. We have improvements here as well that not only can you do uh, email-based reviews, but you can now set up a file share or sharing system on your own servers to do online review and commenting without having to go out and buy a whole you know server just to set that up so you can do it uh, just with a simple file share a, on a Windows server or whatever kind of server you might have and just simply put the document there enable the sharing and allow people to go ahead and review and comment on that so what am I gonna do first well let's see let me take you through a few things first I'm gonna go ahead and open up uh, I know this is so unusual for me, but I'm going to open up some slides just so I can kind of walk you through not only the interface, but also some of the things that um, we want to cover in this particular podcast. Well, one of the things you'll notice right off the bat that's kind of new in Acrobat is the toolbar is actually tied to the window now. For example, if I kill the help, help window there, there is no toolbar for Acrobat itself. It's now a part of the window. So every window you open up will have a toolbar for that specific window. So that's kind of new for Acrobat. The other thing is that the tabs are gone. The functionality is here, but the actual visual tabs themselves have been streamlined into these icons. So for example, if I were to click on this icon, which is my pages icon, it will show me all the pages of this document, just like the tab used to do before. I can scroll through the pages, click on a page I want, so forth and so on. If I have bookmarks in this document, which I don't in this particular case, the bookmarks will be listed here. So you, you basically haven't lost anything. It's just that it's been consolidated into icons instead of these tabs. Now, let's go ahead and take a look at uh, basically the Zen of Acrobat 8 Professional. And that is to, to create control, collaborate, collect, and combine information. So of course we already know that Acrobat is the industry standard for creating PDFs, PDFs that work uh, pretty much flawlessly and can and create it the right way they will work flawlessly and Acrobat gets you off to a great start for that. But you can also control and control documents in the process to achieve the expected output. 
collaborate. And that's what we were talking about as far as uh, sending out PDFs for review and setting up your own uh, file share to do that. And now collaborating even means sharing your desktop screen with others. Collect, streamline data collection with PDF forms. And of course, combine, which we're going to get into in just a moment here. So let me go to my next page here. Introducing Acrobat Connect. Basically, this is the technology I was talking about, that one person, you with Acrobat 8 Professional, can share your desktop with up to 15 other people on the internet or on your intranet. It could be internal. And in a real-time mode, you can uh, view what's going on in your document. You can uh, talk to the users, of course, over the phone and just go through what you want to show them without having to actually get on a plane or get on a bus or car or whatever to go. Does anyone take a bus anymore? Anyway, you can go do all this without having to go and talk to your client or customer or partner in person. And, of course, Acrobat Connect is built into every copy of Adobe Acrobat 8 Professional. Creative workflow challenges. Of course, designers and printers always have challenges. We recognize that. And, of course, with every version of Acrobat, we try and streamline that by delivering the best kinds of PDFs that print as well as we possibly can make them print. And we're doing more in this particular version of Acrobat by not only allowing you to pre-flight your PDFs, but allowing you to fix most of those common problems that the PDFs have when the pre-flighter runs into issues. So that's kind of new in Acrobat, not only just identifying the errors, but actually allowing you to fix them. So starting with Acrobat 6 back in 2003, we introduced pre-flighting, collaboration, with, but you had to have a copy of Acrobat to do it. And, of course, the user experience got product segmentation, meaning that we started making specific features for specific audiences. Then, in Acrobat 7, back in 2004, we enhanced the ability to pre-flight and optimize, the, or enhance and optimize your PDFs using the pre-flight command. And, of course, we introduced the ability to create and pre-flight PDFX standard PDFs. These are the kinds that the printers want. And we introduced the ability to have JDF, or Job Definition Format, creation. And of course, we took collaboration to a whole other level with the ability to uh, allow reader to participate in your email-based reviews. And again, we just kept enhancing each application feature to make it better for our users. Now, with Acrobat 8 Professional, we take it, again, to another level by correcting those most common pre-flight problems, expanding the creation and validation um, of the uh, pre-flight abilities. Not only JDF creation, but also JDF workflow and validation. Allowing your customers or your users to participate in server-based reviews so it can be live in real time as opposed to emailing back and forth. And of course, Acrobat Connect, a screen sharing technology. As a matter of fact, if you participated in any of the recent Adobe seminars, online seminars, I should say, where you actually were able to, to watch what was going on from the comfort of your home or office, that technology was what Acrobat Connect is based on. So now you'll be able to conduct those same kinds of meetings yourself from your own desk. And of course, again, continuing to support industry standard workflows. So let's go ahead and jump over. And, of course, we already pretty much talked about create, collabor collaborate, control, and control output. 
And of course, we talked about native PDF file creation and, you know, again, making PDFs from Adobe products usually tends to make the best kind of PDFs, especially for printing. And I'm not going to spend any more time on this because I think what it is, what you'd really like to do is actually get out there and see the product. So I'm going to minimize the screen here and I'm going to go ahead and bring back up that getting started screen just so I can show you where some of these buttons and controls are. Let's start off with combined files. I'm going to go ahead and click on this. And what's cool about that welcome screen or that getting started screen is it kind of takes you through the process of what you're going to be doing and walks you through it, even giving you examples of what you might want to do with it. So I know pretty much what I want to do. I'm going to go ahead and click combine files. Then it takes me to the dialog box in the program without me having to go hunt for it and find it in the menu or the toolbar. And at this point, I could add any open files I had. I can add just folders of files, or I can select individual files, which is what I want to do. So I have a, a folder here of some individual files. And I'm going to grab an InDesign file, a PDF, an EPS, a JPEG, another PDF, and another EPS. So I can pick multiple file formats. They don't have to be PDFs just yet. I can add those in. I can also, once I add them in, I can even rearrange the order. I can dictate the size and the conversion quality. So I want the smallest file size just for email. And I can even designate um, a particular page, for example, to be, if we go into, uh, let's see here, we want to go, want to go to our next page, next, here we go, <laughs> we'll go to our next window. And what I want to do is instead of merging these files into a single PDF, I want to assemble them into the new PDF package. And I want to take this smaller file, this first file, I'm sorry, and I want to use that for my uh, first, or use make that my cover sheet. So I'm going to select the cover sheet and make it my first document. So now I've got this pretty much all set and ready to go. It's going to take those native file, or it's going to take those native file formats, or those legacy file formats in the case of VPS, and it's going to convert all of those into a packaged PDF. Now you'll see the difference as soon as we're done here, but and there is a big difference between just making these all one flat PDF file as opposed to a package of documents. And it looks like we are done here. I'm going to go ahead and save it. It wants to know what I want to call it. I'm going to call it um, Podcast Package. And once I save it, it's already open and ready to go. So let's go ahead and expand the window out. And here's the difference. Over here on the left-hand side, I've got all the documents that are in the package, including the cover sheet that we're currently looking at. I also have the, the ability to go to the individual pages or documents inside that PDF package. So, for example, that's a picture I know. Let's click on one of these. I think one of these, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Yep, I was looking for one that had multiple pages, but I didn't include one. But if it had multiple pages, those pages would show up here. So these are not, this is, although it's one PDF file, it's not one PDF document. This is a PDF, PDF uh, file that contains multiple PDF documents. So any one of these could be multiple pages. And you can attach, again, the native files to go with this. So not only can I convert all of this to PDF so it opens nicely in the, in the uh, Adobe Reader or Full Acrobat, but I could even attach 
the individual native files to go with this package as well. So we think package is going to be an extremely useful function for people that kind of want to send it all as one document. You worked on a pitch, you worked on a brochure, you worked on an ad campaign, and you just want to combine it all, not as one PDF, but as one package of PDFs so that your customer will have the viewing experience that you uh, want them to have. So now let's go ahead and go back to that, uh, actually not that, sorry, went to the help screen by mistake. Let's go back to the uh, getting started here. And I'm just going to briefly talk about this. We'll see this in detail in a later upcoming episode. But let's click on the start meeting. Now when I do this, it takes me into the Acrobat Connect um, screen. And I can either start a meeting now or I can read a little bit more about it and see a demo of the product as well. But I'm going to go ahead and say start meeting now. Now, I have a URL for my meeting room already set up, and this was actually my meeting room before Acrobat Connect, and actually that URL is going to change. But if I didn't have an account already, I can say create a trial account, and that lets me test it out without having to pay anything just to see if this is going to be the kind of thing I want to use. So there's no obligation. Go ahead and try it out. Host your first meeting and show customers from your desk what you're working on or what you're doing for them without having to go in and um, visit them in person. Now you might be asking, well what does the person on the other end need? Guess what? 98% of the people on the other end already have what they need. It's called the Flash Player. Acrobat Connect is based on Adobe Flash technology. And since the Flash Player is now on 98% of the desktop computers out there, especially the ones connected to the internet, they're all set. They get an email, they click on a link, and they're in your, your, your Acrobat Connect room watching your presentation. So that's how cool Acrobat Connect is going to be for you. Now let's do one last thing here. We're going to go to our forms area here. And actually, I'm just going to go ahead and close the, uh, the preview window here because I think I already have the form uh, that I opened earlier. Here we go. And actually, that's not the one I want, so let's go back, and I don't think I have it here, so let me go back and find it here. The form that I want is right here. Let's go ahead and open that up. Here we go. This is the form I want. And this particular form has already been converted, but I just want to show you where it is under the menu. You'll have a, the ability to do a run form field recognition. So what that basically does is it takes a PDF file that was designed like a form, meaning it was typed this way in InDesign, and someone drew lines and boxes and so forth and so on. And what that will do, once you run that command, is it will do its best based on what, the way the form looks it will actually create form fields. And this way, people will actually be able to type right on your form. Now, you've been able to do that manually in previous versions of Acrobat, and the reader has been able to, you know, kind of fill it in, but can't save it, and maybe only be able to print it or submit it. Well, now you'll have a command that says distribute form. And what this will allow you to do is send this form and you can enable it in the Adobe Reader so that they will be able to go in and not only fill it out, but you will be able to collect the data from the file. 
this is pretty cool. I mean, you'll be able to actually get the data back once they fill it in and submit it. It will come back to you in via email, and, and you can pump it into a database or a spreadsheet of your choice. So that is extremely cool. Not only can you allow them to fill it out, but you can allow them to return the data to you. So I know that was a lot of information that you just had to digest really quick. And I just want to go over some last, the last couple things here before we end this particular episode. Keep in mind, this was just an introduction. You're going to see a lot more on Acrobat 8 in upcoming episodes of the Adobe Creative Suite podcast. And also be on the lookout for uh, online seminars. I think I'm doing a few as well. Just stay tuned to adobe.com. Uh, you'll be able to see more and more of the features inside of Acrobat 8 Professional. But let me finish up with this. Acrobat is included now in the Adobe Creative Suite 2.3 upgrade. So this is an upgrade if you already have Creative Suite 2 Premium. You can upgrade just and basically you're paying the same price that an Acrobat user would pay just to get their Acrobat upgrade. So you're not only getting um, you're getting it integrated into the Creative Suite but you're also not being penalized because you got it with the Creative Suite. You're basically just paying the same price that an Acrobat user would pay. So no additional cost there. And, of course, what does this mean for the Adobe Creative Suite Premium? Well, before you had Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign, Acrobat 7 Professional, Go Live, Version Q, uh, the Adobe Bridge, and Adobe Stock Photos. And now that Acrobat 7 Professional is being replaced with Acrobat 8 Professional. But wait, there's one more thing. For that same price of the upgrade, you're also going to get, included in the box, Dreamweaver 8. Now, that doesn't take away from GoLive. GoLive will still be there as well. But we're, we, what we really want to do is introduce our customers to the industry standard uh, web layout tool. And that industry standard web layout tool is Dreamweaver. So, you basically pay for your Acrobat upgrade and you get Dreamweaver as a premium suite owner at no additional cost. So, and what is that upgrade you might ask? Well, it's for the low price, and this is US dollars, $159. So that's the upgrade price from Creative Suite Premium 2 to Creative Suite Premium 2.3. And if you were on Creative Suite Premium 1 or Creative Suite Standard, you can upgrade to the new suite, get Dreamweaver and Acrobat 8 Professional for $549. And of course, if you didn't have the suite at all and you want to start from scratch, then it's $1199. And of course, the uh, free reader will be available as well as soon as both products ship. Uh, the reader will ship as a free download, as it always has. And of course, this information was confidential until today. Today, September 18th, we're announcing all of this. And of course, you're one of the first ones to see it. So I want to thank you for watching this episode, this bonus episode of the Adobe Creative Suite podcast. It's been my pleasure. Thanks for watching.